Morning Prayer Warriors. Hey, Mark here. Just another great week here. And uh, just wondering how many of us have been keeping all of those New Year's resolutions that we made here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that's why I quit making them a number of years ago. Uh, but anyway, hey, I just want to say thanks for being here today. And uh, if, let's just open up with a word of prayer. And dear Lord, we just give thanks for these few moments that we have together that you lift us up, guide us, direct us, open our hearts to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. And, and if you have a Bible or app with you right now, uh, go ahead and open up to what Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 5.11. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, as Paul is writing from his heart to the folks, uh, the other Christians up there in Thessalonica. And he says, Therefore, comfort each other and lift each other up comfort each other and lift each other up and that's generally i can do that through prayer and and it you know we can orally speak prayer or just privately speak prayer but that's how we lift each other up and i just want to talk about an incident just here a couple of weeks ago um just a few days ago in fact january 2nd um january 2nd you may have seen it on television it was it was on espn abc monday night football great big game um, and, and it was going to be between two of the big Eastern teams, Buffalo Bills and, uh, Cincinnati, and they were fighting it for the playoffs. And so emotions are high. Everybody is ready to, 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 to go to, you know, the big game and, um, something happened there with about six minutes left in the first quarter, you know, people are hitting hard. Uh, six minutes left in the first quarter. W one team is ahead, six, seven to three, and and we see T. Higgins from Cincinnati catch a pass, and he's almost immediately tackled by one of these future All-Pro safeties, um, Demar Hamlin. And as we watch it on the replays and on television, you see T. catch the ball, and immediately Demar hits him, drags him down. And they're both on the ground. They both stand up. The crowd's going wild. Still the first quarter. And suddenly DeMar crumples to the ground. And he's on his back. His hands are, fists are clenched. The ref is standing there. And we're watching DeMar die on live TV in front of millions of people on January 2nd. Monday night football. One of the biggest games of the year and Damar is dying in front of us and the medical team rushes out there and they take a look he's got a clear airway but he's not breathing um, he's got no circulation he's got no respirations he's got no pulse and they start cutting off the clothes they start doing the CPR they're bringing out the oxygen they're they're bringing out the bag valve masks they're calling ambulances and they're trying to save Damar. He's dying. His heart stopped. He's no longer getting blood to his brain. He's no longer getting fresh blood from oxygenated blood from his lungs. He's dying on national TV. And we're looking at that God's eye camera that's looking directly down on him. And the crowd is stunned. The audience is stunned. People are stunned at home. And they're working on him feverishly. And he was down there for... Oh, probably a good 10 to 15 minutes as they're working on him, and they think they've got a heartbeat. 
and the ambulance is on there. They're loading him up, and they're shoving him in the back there, and in the back there, they're probably putting on leads. <clears throat> They've got everything opened up. They may be giving him shots of, um, you know, directly into the heart to keep the heart going if he doesn't have a heartbeat. And so they directly take him to a, a, a level one trauma hospital there in the city, and he's still in ICU. And you look after they've taken him away. Over on the sidelines, the entire Buffalo Bills team has taken a knee, and they're praying for DeMar. They're praying for a teammate. And this young second-year pro is, is still, still in the hospital, but they're still praying for him. But what I really want to share with you was the following morning on NFL Live, ESPN is owned by ABC, so it's broadcast out there. And there's three broadcasters in there, and they're, they're covering the entire incident. And they're usually upbeat and, and, and talking about the big hits and talking about the final score, but there was no final score if they didn't end the game. After they pulled Hamlin off the field, they canceled the rest of the game. Only a few minutes into the first quarter, they don't know if they're going to even play the game anymore. But you could see these three broadcasters in there. And on the left-hand side, there was a young man who was, who was very well known in, at University of Connecticut when he was a quarterback. Um, he was probably the best quarterback University of Connecticut has had or will ever have. Um, he set all the new school records. And then he went, when he graduated from there in, I think, 07, um, he was picked up by the NFL. And he was a generally a second or third string quarterback, and he was moved between different teams. Um, but really, as they were covering it, you could see Dan Orlovsky struggle. And he, and he had his head down, and he was looking at his notes. And something was going on in Dan's heart. Because he knows those NFL players. He'd been one. He knows their family. He had seen the prayers that the Bills, when they gathered around and they took a knee, and they were all praying for their teammate the night before. And Dan was struggling. And many people didn't know what was going on. But I'll tell you what was going on. God was working on Dan's heart. As Dan was known as a Christian, and especially when he was with the Detroit Lions back in 2007, he was a very strong Christian, and his faith continued to build in, the, in his NFL career. But Dan was kind of struggling. And so here on NFL Live, in front of other, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of people watching him and those other two broadcasters, this is what Dan said. He said, I heard the Buffalo Bills organization say that we believe in prayer. That was about the Buffalo Bills team. And maybe this is not the right thing to do, but it's on my heart. And I want to pray for DeMar Hamlin right now. Here he is in front of hundreds of thousands of people on secular television just this past few days. He says, I want to pray for DeMar Hamlin right now, and I'm going to do it out loud. He's convicted, and I'm going to close my eyes and bow my head, and I'm just going to pray for him. And then he said, God, we come to you in these moments that we don't understand, that are hard because we believe in your God, and coming to you and praying to you has impact. We're sad. We're angry. We want answers, but some things are unanswerable. We just want to pray truly, come to you and pray for strength. 
for Damar, for healing for Damar, for comfort for Damar. Be with his family and give him peace. And if we didn't believe that prayer didn't work, we wouldn't ask this of you, God. I believe in prayer. We believe in prayer. We lift up Damar Hamlin's name in your name. Amen. And so here's this young broadcaster in front of everybody. And his other two broadcasters are bowing their heads as well. And we're listening to this heartfelt prayer from this young broadcaster for this person that he may or may not even know. But I just want to challenge you today. Who out there needs your prayers, needs our prayers? Give us strength. And sometimes our prayers are answered, sometimes they're not, but we are asking them. Just as Paul wrote to those Philippians, encourage one another and build each other up. And that's what we do through in prayer, do and through prayer. Thank you, brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you, prayer warriors. Have an amazing week.